This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. So ahead of the show today, I just wanted to do a very quick listener shout out and it's to a couple of ladies who have very kindly left me um, reviews for the podcast. I'm always so, so happy when I get a review. So um, I just want to say a big thank you. The first one is to Michelle Burgess from Scruffy Little Terrier. So Michelle's review is a must for pet businesses. She says, this podcast is a must if you are unsure about PR and have a pet business. Rachel has a wealth of knowledge that she shares, showing you that PR doesn't have to cost anything. Looking forward to future episodes. So a massive thank you to Michelle for that lovely, lovely review. Um, The second one is from Sarah from Reg and Bob, and that is a pet accessory brand who Sarah makes collars and leads and other pet accessories. So Sarah says... A must for all pet businesses. Rachel knows her stuff and her advice is invaluable. Not only can she help you get the best publicity for your pet business, but she's also brimming with ideas and enthusiasm. A tip from Rachel is a tip worth actioning. So big, big thanks to Sarah for that lovely review as well. If you'd like to leave me a review, I would love it so much. Um, So head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen. Um, And thank you so much for listening to the show and supporting me. Hello and welcome to the show. In this episode, I'm going to be talking all about competitions and how to make the most of being featured in a competition. So what we're going to cover is how to get involved in a competition, what you need to take part in the competition, finding different publications and pitching to them about your competition idea, what to do before the competition, what to do on the day of the competition, after the competition and how to uh, make the most of it and follow up. Um, what you do after once the, once the winners have been chosen as well, other follow-up ideas, and I will give you my final thoughts on competitions and how to make them work. So with competitions, I'm referring to competitions in newspapers, magazines, maybe on the radio, but also you can apply this advice to taking part in a competition with an influencer or on a podcast or on a blog as well. So all of the advice I will give you, you can apply to each of those those different types, but I'm speaking primarily about having uh, your product featured in a competition or giveaway in like a newspaper or magazine. So this podcast is about publicity. So that's the kind of angle that I'm going to go down. I will be talking mostly about newspapers and magazines. I'm going to give you lots of examples as well of people who've taken part in competitions, how it worked out for them, how they kind of maximize it and the benefits that it had for their business. So first of all, let's think about why you would want to take part in a competition. So taking part in a media competition and giveaway can help really raise the profile of your pet business. So if we're talking about going to like a national newspaper or a local newspaper or regional newspaper, it means that you'll be reaching thousands and potentially millions of people who didn't know about your brand um, and it's helping them become aware of what it is that you do. So competitions regularly appear in newspapers, in magazines, online publications, in blogs, uh, on podcasts and on the radio and TV. And whether your brand is big or small, you can take part. There's lots of different ways you can go about it. Um, And here I'm going to share everything that you need to know about what everything you need to know when it comes to taking part in a competition. And also how to make the most of the opportunity when it comes to promoting your pet business. So when you've been featured in a competition, what do you do after that? How do you follow up and how do you make sure that you reach as many people as you possibly can? 
So you can either listen to this as a podcast um, or you can also read it as a blog post as well if you head over to my website, which is publicitytipsforpetbusinesses.co.uk. So first of all, I'm going to talk about how do you get involved in a competition. Well, the best thing for you to do is to do your research and think about the kind of media outlets that your client or ideal clients read, watch, listen to or follow. So, for example, um, I used to work with a personal trainer um, many years ago when I lived in Lim in Cheshire. And one of the things he wanted to do was raise awareness of his business. So it was when the Bake Off first started and we did a we did the great Lim weight off. Um, And it was like a competition around weight loss and people. The competition prize was basically to have a month's. Uh, worth of his boot camp and also some personal training so we asked people to join enter the competition by writing in and sharing their story and the reasons why they wanted to have personal training and be involved with his boot camp so it worked really really well we got some brilliant applications and it ended up being a stuff there ended up being a story about the competition itself and then we did a really lovely follow-up story with the lady who won the competition so that was two great pieces of media coverage for his business. So as a personal trainer, it did a really great job of raising his profile. So that was only in um, that was only in a local paper. It's in the Warrington Guardian, which covered the area where he was. But it was really great for letting people know about what what it was that he did. It led to more people joining his boot camp, led to more visibility for him, more social media followers, and all those things that we really want. So before you um, think about doing a competition, have a think about who it is that you want to reach, what media outlets you want to um, target, um, and also think about the media outlets that your clients or the the people you want to reach are reading. Um, And the idea is that you want to use the competition to find more people like them. So it's really important um, that you choose the right publication. So just to give you an example, uh, one of my clients is a lady called Julie Maxted. She has a product called The Dog Gate. Um, I'll put a link to this in the show notes as well. Um, And she has found that lots of people who have caravans use her product. So she might want to get involved in a competition in a caravan title. So although her product is for dog owners, because she knows that she's got an audience of potential clients who have caravans, she might want to get involved in one of those publications. So the next thing to think about is what you need to take part in the competition. So my first bit of advice to you would be to have a really good read of the company, really good read of publication even, um, and try to find out what the retail value is of the prize that you need to give away. So some of the national titles um, I find um, with the newspapers and magazines are normally around the £250 mark. So if you're just starting out in your pet business, you might want to... that that's obviously quite a significant outlay for you. So you might want to think about a local title. So let's say, for example, you are launching a new book and you want to you want your local community to know about it. So one of my clients, Suzanne Gould, is in the process of launching a book about rescue dogs at the moment. Um, she might want to have a competition involving people in her local community where the prize might be to win, win a training session with their rescue dog um, and a copy of her book. So that would be a brilliant way for her to reach people in Edinburgh, which is where her business is based, but also to raise awareness of who she is, what she does, and her product as well. So while she would be giving away something of value, i.e. the book and the training session, it would be a really, really great way of raising awareness of her business and hopefully reaching lots more dog owners who would want to know more about her products and services. So think about the different types of um Think about what you need, what you're going to need to take part in the competition. So when I say what you need to take part, think about what it is that you're going to need to give away. So in Suzanne's case, it could be a copy of her book and it could be a training session. Um, 
when I was talking about Julie and her dog gate, she recently took part in a giveaway in the Sun on Sunday newspaper and she gave away five gates to the value of £250. But given that the newspaper reaches over a million people every weekend, um, that was that was a good investment for her. Um, and she said that she definitely saw a spike in website visits and sales as a result of the competition. So think about what you're going to give in the competition. You need to decide on the value of the prize and then... When you have, um, when you're preparing your pitch and everything, you need to have a short description of your product or service ready, along with your website link, and you also need a high resolution of the product, high resolution photo of the product. Um, if it's a service you're providing or an experience, then um, you might want to use your logo or a photo of you providing the experience or the service, um, or you know maybe a photo of the animals enjoying that particular activity. So let's say if you were giving away a Hooper's lesson, it might be a picture of animals um, taking dogs taking part in a Hooper's class. So the next thing to think about is finding a publication and pitching to them. So again, you'll have done a little bit of research, um, you'll have done a little bit of reading, um, checked out the publication, and then what you need to do is find a journalist to contact on the, um, to basically put your competition forward as a pitch. So I will link to another episode on how to find journalist contact details, um, which goes into this in more detail. But um, often you might see journalists posting about competition prizes on social media. If you have a look at the journal request hashtag on Twitter, quite often you'll see people posting on there and asking for competition prizes for their publications. So you might want to pitch that way. That's a really great way of pitching your competition because you know that they're already interested. Or what you might do in that in that situation, you would probably reply to the tweet, maybe say, I've got something that I can help you with. Um, can I send you a direct message about it? Or go and find their email address from their bio um, and then you can directly pitch to them. Another way for you to pitch a competition idea might be just have a copy of the publication, go to the, go to the page where the um, competition section is, have a good look through it. It might have an email address on there um, asking for people to take part in the competition. Um, or you can just go to the Who's Who section at the front of the magazine, which will go through all the different editors and different sections. And you'll be able to find somebody in there who you can get in touch with. Um, if you're in doubt and there's a phone number there, then just give them a call and they should put you through to the right person or give you their contact details. Um, and then, yep, send off your pitch. Now, don't be disheartened if you get a no at the beginning. Just move on and go on to your next title Um you know, just because it wasn't right for that particular title at that time doesn't mean that your competition is of, isn't of interest. So once you've had a yes, um, the next thing to think about is what to do before the competition. So ideally, you're going to build up a little bit of a buzz around your competition before it goes out. What you, what I would advise you not to do is say we are going in the, you know, the Edinburgh Express tomorrow, or we're going in Dog Monthly magazine or whatever it is, whatever publication you're going into ahead of it being published. Generally, um, they like to keep their material exclusive. They don't like people to know about something that's going in the magazine or the newspaper until it's out on the shelves for people to find out about. So what you could do is build up a little bit of a buzz saying, we're really excited, we've got something going on, it's going to be coming out, um, we're going in a newspaper, magazine, radio competition, and we're going to tell you more about it as soon as we can. Um, you're creating a little bit of intrigue there so people can get excited about it. And then when you announce that the competition is open, that they can take part, then it's likely that they will take part. They'll also engage and they'll share it with other pet parents as well. So a really helpful thing that you can have a look at is the Money Saving Expert Competitions Forums. And you're going to learn loads about compass in there. Like there's a massive, massive competition community of people who are serious compers. Um, and while sometimes if someone is a serious comper, 
they might not turn into a lifelong client. What these serious compers might do is spread your product or service um, around a lot of different people. So have a look at the Money Saving Expert forums. There's some really helpful um, advice on there. It's a huge community um, and it will give you a real insight into their world. Now, one of the ladies who I did a competition with a year or so ago, Becky Hay from um, Lupo's Nest, she went into the sun um, and she had a competition shared in a forum in there and it just went, it was just massive and she had like over 2,000 entries. So remember, all of those, many of those entries are going to come and have a look on your website. They're going to come and check you out on social media as well. So think about that. They are going to come and have a look at you um, and you want to really maximise that. So do your research before the competition goes out as well and think about what you're going to do to prepare and what you're going to do to get people excited and get, you know, get people talking about it. So on the day of the actual competition, when it appears, go on social media and share details of where the competition is and how people can get involved. So you would say, we are in Dogs Today magazine. This is how you can find out more. Um, you can post a link sharing the competition, um, post a link to the competition on social media. And I would also think about tagging the journalist who you worked with and the publication on Twitter. So you could simply say, um, we're so excited to have a competition running in the, ex you know, whatever newspaper it is. Thank you so much to at, and then, then the name of the journalist for, um, for supporting us. So then it's likely that they might, might retweet it. You're also giving them a thank you as well, which always goes down really well. Um, so that's another thing you can do on the day of the competition. Another thing that you might want to do is if you have an email list or database, you can send out an email to everybody there to let them know that you're in a competition. So if they'd like to take part, sorry, that's just Pat shaking in the background. If they'd like to take part, then they can have um, the link to enter. Obviously, they're your customers anyway, and you want to give them an opportunity of you know having a nice freebie. Uh, we all love a freebie, don't we? Um, Another thing you can do as well is share the competition to any Facebook groups that you might be part of um, and to competition groups. Um, so yep, yeah, on the day, think about the places where people are going to be hanging out who are going to be interested in hearing about your competition and potentially winning what it is that you've got to give away. So next stage is after the competition. So what you might notice is that being in the publication, it obviously piques a bit of interest. People see the competition. They want to find out more about what you do. So they might go and have a look on your website or they might um, go and have a look at you on social media and they might follow you. Um, so that's going to be great. What I would do as well is keep an eye on your figures. So if you maybe monitor how many social media followers you've got on each platform before the competition and after, then you can see how that has benefited you, can't you? Um, what you could create after the competition is something to welcome people who might have discovered you um, and keep people talking about it. This is up until, you know, the point when the competition entries end. Um, so you might want to do a post like the week of the competition a few days later and say um, hello to, you know, our new followers who discovered us after we were featured in and then the name of the publication. Do let me know, you know, do tell us about a little bit more about who you are and what you do, what kind of pets you've got, that kind of thing. Um, you could also put something on your social media platforms to invite them to sign up to your newsletter. So these new people have come along, they, they might want to sign up for your newsletter, they might want to find out more about your product or service, they might want to be kept up to speed with any promotions that you might have, so you can think about doing that as well. Um, 
And yeah, just continue to share the details of how people can enter online. So think about the hashtags that people use when they're talking about competitions on Twitter and Instagram as well. Do a little bit of hashtag research. So things like Win Wednesday, that kind of thing. Um, and yes, use all the appropriate hashtags as you're promoting it on social media. So it means you've had the brilliant hit of it going in the magazine, newspaper, radio station or blog or podcast. But then you're amplifying it by using these hashtags and making it be reached by so so many more people so yes it's going to take a little bit of work a little bit of effort but actually once you've done it once you've done all of the research all you do is repeat the process again if you're in another competition the next step is what do you do when the winners have been chosen so this is a great exciting part this is uh, you know this is what we love when you get usually what happens when you take part in a competition this is this is how um, things work with the competitions that i use um, and that i the the people who I put forward for competitions is the publication will choose the winners and they will then pass on the winners details to the brand and they will send out the products to them. So when you have the details of the winners, I know you'll do this anyway, but make a, you know, make a make a bit of a fuss of them when you're sending out the products. So put a nice note in with their prize and thank them for taking part in the competition. Ask them if they could send you a photo of their pet with the prize. So give them the option of emailing it to you if they're not on social media or if they are on social media, give them, um, you know, obviously give them the handles of all your social media accounts. You can mention that you'd love them to share this on social media as well um, and to tag you if they, you know, if if they follow you. Obviously, they should be following you at that point. You would hope that they would be. Um, but but the more you can do to encourage them to share it, the better as well. Um, you can also announce the winners on your page when the prizes have been sent out. So let's say if the publication comes back to you with a list of the winners, then you can then put a list of their names, put them on your social media pages and just say, you know, we're really thrilled to announce the winners of our name of publication competition are and then their names and then you can get a bit of excitement going that way. Um, and then at this point, you could also say um, thank you to everybody who took part. If you'd like to, um, you know, as a thank you to you, I would, you know, we'd like to offer a discount code um, so you might want to do like a discount code with the name of the publication in there. So you're really capitalising on the fact that you've had this competition. You've got these people who are interested in what you do because they've taken part in the competition. What can you do to follow up with them and turn them from people who are interested into potential customers? Sometimes that offer of that initial discount code will make, will make them take that leap. Um, so that's another another great idea of what you can do with the competition to make sure that yes you've given away the prizes but you're bringing some money back into your business so as julie from doggate said while you are giving away um, a certain amount of stock or your service then you are getting the benefit of people visiting your website and buying from you as well so the more you can do to encourage that to happen then the better the other thing that I would advise you to do as well on your website is to put as seen in or as featured in on your press page or media section so you can have the masthead and you can talk about the competition there. Um, another nice thing that you can do is if you've got a particular product um, that was given away in the competition, then you could put as seen in um, on the product page as well. So another one of my clients, Michelle from Scruffy Little Terrier, her product was featured in Pick Me Up magazine. So she's got this really lovely birthday boy bandana. Um, and on the product page for the birthday boy bandana, she has got a little um, Pick Me Up icon on there saying, as seen in Pick Me Up magazine. So I'll link to that in the show notes as well. So you can go and have a look at that and you can see exactly what I mean by um, putting, the, putting the masthead on the product page. So finally, some other follow-up ideas. Um, 
you can use the competition to spark other ideas for promotions and collaboration. So, you know, you can think about like what I would do after the competition is, is have a little bit of um, an audit and see what you've got from it. So how many social media followers you've got, if there's been any sales, if there's been a peak in sales, peak in visits to your website, see how that comp- competition worked for you. And then that's going to, you know, you've got some data there, you've got some indicators there that will help you when you're looking for competitions in future. Um, so you can use the competition to spark ideas for other promotions. Um, you So another thing to think about here is if you gave away um, like a product that sells really well on your website as a competition prize, you could talk about that and talk about the fact that, you know, people love this particular colour of lead or collar, whatever product, you know, whatever product it is that you've given away. You could ask people what they what it is that they love about that product. So you're keeping on talking about it, you're keeping on using this. And it also means you can keep on mentioning the fact that you've been featured in the media, which again builds up credibility and trust in your brand. You could even ask people to share photos of their pet using the product in the competition. You could create polls around the product as well. Um, and you could maybe ask people to make suggestions of other competitions you could take part in. So, you know, you could talk about, you know, we've really enjoyed taking part in this competition in this publication. Have you seen any other competitions, um, other publications, other blogs, podcasts, outlets where you think um, it would benefit us from, you know, getting involved in? So you can ask the audience again, make them feel part of it. Um, and again, make, you know, just build that nice connection that we have when we have these these conversations with our followers. Um Remember as well that you can create competitions of your own. So you can do these whenever you want. You can do them on your website and on your social media. And I wanted to share with you a really good podcast episode that I listened to um, on the Janet Murray podcast. And it was with a guy called Mark Simpson, who um, has got like a travel business. And he does lots of competitions around um, encouraging people to, you know, book holiday cottage holiday cottages and properties um, it's a really good podcast episode and it's all about building your online audience using competitions and giveaways so it's an entire podcast dedicated to this one thing um, and he also has he's also provided a dropbox folder and it's got like step-by-step instructions on how to run your own competition um, and it's got like templates and things like that for your giveaway so i'm going to link to the sh- link to that in the show notes but it's really really good if you're thinking about doing a social media competition so i'm talking about about media competitions this is if you want to do one of your own um, and that's a really helpful resource so i hope you found that helpful um I'm going to give you my final thoughts on competitions. Um, And just before I finish, I just wanted to say as well, after I decided to do this competition podcast, I thought, actually, this is something that would make a really good class um, for my publicity for pet businesses uh, membership. So I'm actually going to be doing a class later on this year um, for the membership community. So if you're interested in finding out more about that, do send me a direct message. Um, I'm on social media at Rachel Spencer UK, or you can email me and that's rachel at rachelspencerwrites.com. I'll put all of the links to that in the show notes as well. But these are my final thoughts on competitions. So one of the ladies in my Facebook group, a lady called Sarah White from Ruffle Snuffle, um, said that she has found that competitions are full of surprises. So Sarah makes pet accessories, so she makes like snuffle mats and puzzle cubes. Um, She makes really lovely um, mats for when you're travelling with your dog and lots of other brilliant things. So I'll link to her website, go and check her out because there's some really great stuff on there. But what she said was that she's um, appeared in national newspapers and magazines um, and, you know, had her products featured as competition prizes there. She's also featured in smaller blogs. So I I wrote about Sarah um, 
I did a review of one of her products, a by Pet Blog, which again, I'll link to the show notes. And that was for her puzzle cube that she creates. Um, and she said, this is what she said. So Sarah said, I've had some huge exposure nationally with disappointing results. And then a teeny tiny blog post has hit the jackpot. And, and I've also had great results from influencer collaborations. So if you're thinking about competitions, the key thing is to go in there with a really open mind and, and be reasonable when it comes to you know your expectations. So don't think, okay, I'm going in a competition in a massive newspaper with a readership of 4 million. I'm going to never have to lift a finger again because that doesn't happen. If you, um, you know, if you appear in a national newspaper or massive magazine, it doesn't mean that you, your website is going to go into meltdown, that you're, you know, the, the tills are going to be jingling and everything's going to go absolutely crazy. It is a bit of a long game um, and it is going to improve your visibility. It will help build trust. It will get you more, more social media followers. It will put your brand in front of more people. But if you, you do need to do a bit, you know, you do need to do some work alongside your competition. And I think if you follow these tips um, in this podcast, then that will really help you kind of maximise what it is you get from from the competition. So, so if you think about, you know, the follow up ideas that I've given you, um, what to do on the day of the competition, what to do before the competition, finding the right publication or title to pitch to, what to do after the competition, you know, how to follow up with the winners when they've been chosen, how to, um, you know, provide people provide things for people who haven't won the won the competition to stay in touch and the other follow-up ideas i think you'll get a really really you'll get real value out of um, being involved in a competition so as always it would be brilliant to hear from you if you've taken part in a competition um, and it's really worked well for your business do stay in touch uh, the best place to find me is in my free facebook group which is publicity tips for pet businesses i'll put that in the show notes as well but thank you for listening to this i do hope you found it helpful um, and yes good luck with the competitions Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.